0: Hello, hello, my tribe, and welcome back to the A- Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Casey Jericho, and let's keep showing up. Hello, welcome back. So this is the third episode of the A- Life, and I'm not going to lie, I'm always going to be honest with you guys. I just spoke for about 20 minutes and nothing recorded. So we're going to try this again and hopefully I can be just as funny and witty as I was in the first 20 minutes because I had some good lines. So I apologize if this is not as exciting because the first 20 minutes was. Okay, so this is the third episode and I'm actually recording it before the second episode. The third episode and what you are listening to now is going to be about my last half marathon and the race recap in order for it to be fresh and on my mind i wanted to do it as soon as the race was really over so it is about one o'clock now and i finished the race and i got home around ten thirty, so i wanted this to be fresh And for anyone that is actually watching me, since I am recording this on video, I do apologize for my appearance, but it was pouring rain out, super windy. I did shower, but my hair is a little bit of a hot mess right now. But hopefully most of you guys are watching this, and you can just picture me with lovely beach waves and a nice golden glow. First, I want to give a little bit of a background on my running history so you guys can get a little bit of an understanding of why today's results were pretty comical but impressive I guess from before I can remember and if you listen to episode two you know I was definitely labeled a non-runner or not so great at cardio I am five three and a half I'm 150 pounds now. My legs make up about two feet of me, right? I'm all torso and I'm pretty dense. Like I'm a a strong looking female, even if I'm not really trying to be. You would never look at me and be like, yes, long distance right there. No, you'd look at me and be like, maybe a sprinter, most likely a shot put girl, right? No knocks on them, just the kind of body type that I have. So with that being said, I never really dabbled in fun running before. As you guys know, I was a soccer player, pretty successful, Um, and soccer is definitely a running sport, right? Like I didn't play volleyball or golf or swim. I unfortunately picked a sport to fall in love with that pretty much had cross country ingrained in it I do remember wearing a pedometer once and for all my younger people a pedometer is something you snap on your pants and it tracks your steps because apple watches didn't exist when I was younger and I think I ran about or moved I guess about seven miles this particular game I did play center mid so that does make me go forward and back even though some people might be giggling, because I was not always known for the best defense, but I swear I did get back sometimes. And I'm sure when, since I knew I was wearing the pedometer, I ran a little bit more than usual, but covering distance was never really my specialty. I made sure I was good at soccer. I had good vision, good skills, good technique, so much so that I could pretty much make sure I was on the winning team for any kind of fitness punishment-related games. So I was pretty good at avoiding that. On another note, I was also captain of the running club in college. Now, the running club sounds like a really fun, here's a t-shirt, let's high-five kind of club. Let me correct you, it was not. The running club was made for the players that never passed the fitness tests come season. There were a couple. There were the dreaded beep tests. There were Cooper tests. There were 120s, which is like the whole distance of the field sprints. There was all sorts of different torture device tests. And yes, I usually did not get the number or the reps that I needed. Now, there was never any juggling tests or hit the crossbar tests or soccer skill tests. Those I would have been fine with. But no, the beep test in me, not pals. I will forever have that haunted woman's or male's voice in my head. So when you did not pass these tests, you had to join the running club, which was super early wake-ups at like 5 a.m., To go to the field before practice and get extra running and extra cardio in it was awful and the only way you got out of it was by passing the fitness tests well i guess that's wrong because i definitely got out of it and i definitely did not end up passing so maybe they just needed me on the field eventually i even remember one time One of the drills was like 15 full field sprints or something. And if you didn't make it on the 15th one, you had to do five more. Well, your girl did not make it. And I remember putting my hands on my knees and offering to do my strength and conditioning coach's laundry for like a month if he could just let me live. He did not. I went again. So me and running did not have a friendly relationship and... For as long as I can remember, again, it was like the jokes about my name were, yeah, CJ, great soccer player. Doesn't move a lot. But hey, I guess it worked out for me. The only race I can remember before the age of like 23 was my dad had signed me up for like one of the local kid fun runs. It was, I think it was a mile. He thinks it was a 5K. If it was a 5K, I don't remember that, and he was crazy for signing me up for that. But on the whole car right there, he gave me a pep talk, very Coach Ludeman-like. And his major advice was don't sprint right away. When the gun blows, just go out and run your pace. Like you don't want to give all your energy out in the beginning because then you won't make it, right? You're going to end up walking. You're going to get a cramp. Something's going to go wrong. So just don't get caught up in the moment and run. And I said, got it. Got a coach. Yes, sir. I will not sprint. I'm just going to go out, run the pace that we've been doing. And there you go. Well, the gun blew and off I went. A thousand miles per hour, tongue out, feet causing smoke on the ground. And I gave it all I had in the first 15 feet. There is actually a picture of me coming out of the starting line with like my tongue halfway out of my mouth, looking like I was sprinting after an ice cream truck. So it's one of my parents' favorite stories because it was literally the only thing they told me and it was the only thing I didn't do. I don't remember anything else about the race besides that. So I don't know if I walked. I don't know if I finished. I think I finished, but I did not do a good job listening to the advice. And then I took a running hiatus for about 20 years minus the forced running club and playing soccer. It wasn't until about 2014 when my best friend was going through a rough breakup that we should have known was meant to be when it first happened that she wanted to get her mind off of something. Well, not something, off that. So let's sign up for a half marathon. We can run together, we can chat. Something else to focus on besides that. So, being the selfless best friend that I was, I said, "Absolutely, let's do it." Now, this is 2014. This is the end of my big girl error. Right? I graduated college at like 21. I had starting put. I had started putting on my a lot of weight when I was like 20. Um, pushed the scale, didn't work out. Lived at Taco Bell. Drank a lot till I was about 25 ish. So, around 2014. Something about me, guys, I'm horrendous with time frames, ages, when things happened in my life, anything like that. So, I do know that the race was 2014 because I have pictures and I looked it up, but I don't even know how old I was during that time. So, we trained. Um, we lived in an apartment together. It had like a mini gym. So, I did a lot of runs on the treadmill. I didn't like follow. I think I followed like Nike running. Um, It was new for me. It was definitely the longest run I've ever done. And we did it. We finished hand in hand in an hour and 52 minutes, which is pretty good for your first half marathon. I had lost pretty much all my weight. I definitely didn't have muscle to me. Um, And it was pouring rain and windy down on the south shore of Long Island. So right on the water. Um, the conditions were definitely not great but we did it and I really enjoyed the process I thought it was cool I was proud of myself it was funny because once again my friends were like you ran for fun or like because you wanted to like this is wild and yeah so I definitely was glad to get back into that and then not too shortly after that I had signed up to run a race in California with one of my best mom friends, Lisa, um, in tribute to her late husband. It was San Diego, Surf City, Half Marathon. Um, I think it was in February of 2015 because the Super Bowl was that weekend. And we flew out to California. We stayed with her parents. There was like six of us. Um, This one I had to train predominantly on the treadmill for because it was winter in Long Island. So this was a little bit of an interesting one. But I was definitely fitter. I trained harder. I was pumped for this one. Um, her dad like took me under his wing, showed me the course, um, walked me to the starting gate. It was awesome. All the other ladies that I was with like went out to dinner and drinks the night before. I was the youngest one. They thought I was going to party, and I was the DD. So I was, I was pretty serious with this one. Um, still no pro. Again, just followed Nike training. Nothing fancy. And I finished that one in an hour and 40. So I cut about 12 minutes off my time um, in a short period also. San Diego, running on the Pacific Ocean, beautiful run. Weather was perfect. I think one hill the whole time, the the scenario was amazing. And then after that, I kind of took a running hiatus. I found the CrossFit world really dove into that hard i ran a couple of 10ks and 5ks here and there never really trained just kind of ran them. ran one super hungover actually did great um maybe that's the trick some tequila the night before but lifting definitely took over my heart and crossfit took over my heart and then one of my other really good friends signed up for a full marathon to run in remembrance for her dad who had passed away not too um, shortly after she had signed up or before I forget. And she had asked some people to run with her and absolutely it was the Hamptons full marathon. So I had thought it would be beautiful. And so I signed up. Why not? It was like hmm, three years after my last half. I trained In a sense, that I followed the program. Uh, My mom would bike ride with me, but this was September 2019. So training was like pretty much through the summer. It was a hot summer. And I don't really do well with like stopping for water or eating or how about not running at 1 p.m. in July? So I didn't do the best, I didn't make the best choices with training. And then a bigger shocker. I found that I was pregnant in August or yeah, in August and I had already paid, it was like 150 bucks and I wasn't going to throw that money away. So I had asked my doctor, doc, what's the deal? I got a race like September 30th. Can I run? I'll be about two months pregnant. He was like, yeah, you can run, but you can't train every week long runs in the heat. So you kind of just have to pull back on training and give it a go on September 30th. So that's what I did. I kind of pulled back on training, did some short runs, and then September 30th rolls around, and here comes the marathon. I was pretty pumped. No one really knew I was no one really no one knew I was pregnant. Yeah, besides my husband, my husband was running the half marathon that day. and it was pretty rough. I went out of the gate, faster than I probably should have shocker same thing when I was seven and I didn't stop for water once I didn't have any kind of nutrition or food because I was so nervous that I'd have to pee I am so competitive that I thought like stopping for a cup of water would like add time on and I couldn't do it so I just went and I'll never forget two parts of that run one I was like all alone somewhere in the Hamptons not one person is on the side of the road because it's all like private properties and someone's private helicopter comes to land in their front yard and literally blew me backward I was like okay that's it like why am I doing this and I kept going and then my husband FaceTimed me because he had finished the half marathon I think I was on mile like 19 I was miserable I was like by myself there's no one around He FaceTimes me and I start to cry. I don't really cry very easily. And I was just like, I can't talk right now. I have to go. Like him asking me how I was doing brought me to tears. So I hung up. And then mile like 21, my legs just locked. Um, I actually had to walk. And that is actually very painful for me to even admit because I'm super competitive and walking was like the ultimate sign of failure to me. But I didn't drink any water. I didn't eat any kind of snack. I was two months pregnant and I'm mile 21. So yeah, shocker you had to walk. I actually ran into my like fourth grade boyfriend at mile 21. He like walked with me. We hadn't seen each other since like fifth grade. And how funny, right? How ironic. And then I picked it up again and I finished in like four hours and 20 minutes, which is not horrible, but it was not the goal I, w- I wanted sub four, but my preparation was atrocious. After that, I swore off running. Never again. That was so bad. I did crush about $30 worth of Taco Bell that day. And that was it. See you later. Um, obviously, I have my two kids. Don't do any runs. I'm back into just CrossFit and then now bodybuilding, lifting. The only cardio I do is a random low-intensity day where I'll, I'll walk for 40 minutes, maybe do a slight jog, or the Stairmaster. And then my husband tells me in July of this year that he's going to do the Great South Bay Half Marathon. Oh, I forgot to tell you. In 2021, when Rory was born, Tom signed up for the Suffolk Full Marathon and he crushed it. He finished sub four, put me to shame, and that hurt my pride. So when he signed up for this one um, in July, I was like, all right, that's it. I'm making a comeback. I'm doing it. So I signed up now july to september 30th right mid-july to september 30th is not that much time but it's a half marathon no big deal i downloaded the run with hal app super simple didn't pay for the fancy one and i really wanted to make sure i could lift still i wanted to focus on lifting i loved the body that lifting had given me i didn't want to change anything there. I love going to the gym and lifting. So I didn't want to change anything with my routine. I kind of just wanted to add in running. So I told the app, Hal, that I could run three times a week, maybe. So with that being said, I had like a shorter run on Wednesdays, usually, and then a longer run Saturday, Sunday. So only three times a week I was running And it was only 10 and a half weeks out from the race. I had set my goal at an hour and 39 minutes because I wanted to beat my California time, which wasn't the best thinking when I look back on it now because I was 25 when I ran the California one and now I'm 34. But there's the competitiveness in me. So that was my goal. And I still wanted to lift three to four times a week and run. I was trying to run on my upper and rest day. And then keep leg day the same while still having one completely off day. I did have some issues kind of come up as the process went on. Um, I definitely strained my right hamstring and glute um, pretty early on, actually. I felt it every run I did. But luckily, I had an awesome acupuncturist who I saw every single week. And he helped me immensely with that and just about everything else I had going on. And then the lovely plantar fasciitis fiasco. I could have sworn I had plantar fasciitis. I had this crazy sharp pain in my heel. Um, It got worse when I would run, like to the point where I couldn't even put pressure on my heel, like I was on my toe. And if I put pressure on my heel, I felt it up to my heart. And it was like two to three weeks. I even got new shoes. Um, I took off a running. A little bit. I only did like one to two runs for three weeks. I really limited it. I bought like arthritis cream for my heel. I reached out to like my Instagram community for like help, and they were like, roll it out on lacrosse balls, you know, frozen water bottle. I got so much advice and so much help. And then I went to my acupuncturist, and he was gonna help me with it. And he goes, um, do you know you have a splinter in your heel? And I was like, no. So I never looked at my heel, partly because I'm so tight that my hip mobility is trash and it's actually tricky for me to look at my heel. And I was like, no, I had no idea. He's like, yeah, it's definitely infected and it's pretty like calloused over. So it's been here for a while. So in my head, this was like good news, but also, are we kidding? Like, am I serious? I just like bitched and moaned about plantar fasciitis for three weeks and I have a giant splinter in my heel that I was too much of a doof to find. So me and him start like digging at my heel, but it is far in there. And sorry if this is grossing you out, but it's spooky season. So pus is coming out. It's a scene. We finally get it. It's like significantly big, and I'm not even kidding, like immediate relief. So, my dingbat self did not have plantar fasciitis. I had a damn splinter in my heel that I think I got when I ran home from one of our friend's house, like barefoot <laughs> in the summer. So that was a good sign. That was healed. Um, I started having like achy hips and stuff on like mile 10 on my long runs when it was still very, very hot out. So I got some better shoes uh, with like more cushion. I had finally in my life bought running shoes. I would just usually run in like Nikes that were too small for my feet. He sized me up. So that was interesting went to the Sable running store and everyone's favorite i'm going to label it an ailment even though it's probably not that probably brought me more attention on this training program than anything else was my damn hair because it was so humid in my training months and because i have longer hair and because i am a doof with hair my braids and ponytails were out of this world disgusting after my runs nodded beyond belief sometimes I swore I was gonna have to shave it off everyone's advice was amazing it just nothing worked high pony off my neck didn't work hat didn't work bun fell out finally a low pony braided wrapped in a bun was the only thing that worked and it worked also because the humidity finally dropped But Lord, I thought I was going to have to pull out of this race solely because I would have probably had to shave my head, which was funny, but oh my Lord. Another thing I learned and focused on during this process was getting over my pretty dumb fear of hydrating and eating during a long run. Like I had said, I am super competitive, so the fact that you have to like kind of slow down to drink. I thought was a horrible decision because that was seconds that I'll never get back. My husband is the exact opposite. He is so regimented on nutrition and hydration during his races that even before his full marathon, he like snuck around and put water bottles taped with goose at like each four mile mark. And so he could go into the woods and like get it on his marathon. But it clearly worked. The guy did an amazing pace, like 8.30 the whole time and looked so fresh when he crossed the line. So he was big with that. He made me watch YouTube videos. He would like look at my water bottles when I went for runs and like be like, you didn't drink enough. Like that's, I'm, I'm watching you. Like you didn't dump, you dumped it on the front lawn. He would buy me goose. Um, he even would like ask me about my cadence and like made me watch how to run better. He is for sure the more like educated planned out runner and I'm just the grit get it done kind of runner um and I had said that my goal was obviously to run faster than him but he is the tortoise and I am the hare like I busted out in the beginning and I could just picture him running by me in mile 11 eating his stoop waffle or whatever he gets and his goo and just smiling and going right by me um but he helped me a lot with that And I finally got over myself and carried water with me on runs and had some goos. But he did tell me once, like, just stop at a 7-Eleven, bring your debit card, and get a water on your far run. I thought he was absolutely insane. Stop at a store and get a water? That is a solid, like, five-minute break. That means the whole run doesn't count. He rolled his eyes and was like, you can pause your watch. It's okay. Get a water. No chance. No chance. Um, okay. So the day is coming down. It's the week of, it had just rained. I'm not even kidding for four days straight on Long Island. Like Noah's Ark might've had to been built if it kept, rained one more minute. So I thought this weekend would be beautiful. I mean, there can't possibly be more rain in the sky. Well, I was wrong. And the forecast called for rain all of Friday and all of saturday morning which was the race day it is a thousand percent my luck Um, most races i run have been absolutely horrible weather weather every race tommy has run has been amazing even his swims he does a swim across the long island bay and that day was beautiful his marathon was beautiful his other half marathons were beautiful the second i signed up with him torrential downpour sorry so i thought if I just, you know, I can't get mad at the things I can't control. I'm a big advocate for that, right? You can't control the weather, so you can't get mad at the weather. There's nothing you can do. But I was a little bummed. Um, I also sponsored this race in CJLC, sponsored it. So part of that was setting up a booth and like I had fun games to play and was gonna hopefully get talk to some clients and potential clients and. You know, it's a great atmosphere. You have people there that love exercise that maybe need help with nutrition. It was going to be great. I made shirts. I made postcards. And then I got an email that no boosts, no post-race awards because the weather's so bad. Run the race. Go home. So that was a major bummer um, financially, business-wise, and just as an athlete too. Um, But again, you can't control it. So just move on. I did get my bib and I was number seven, 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 which that is a good sign, right? I love that number. So maybe, maybe the sun would shine or something crazy would happen. That did not happen. Uh, We wake up Saturday morning, 5.30. Tommy makes us a little bit of coffee so we can get that pre-race poop. Um, sorry TMI, but it's true. And I know everyone who runs races has to get it done. it was. It's the only way I would run. We do that. We sit down. We have water with element tea in it. We make an English muffin with peanut butter and jelly. I decide to bring all the shirts I made and just be like Santa and hand them out randomly to people because I can't possibly use them for anything else. They have the race name on it and the year. So here you go, everybody. Um, our babysitter comes over. Our son wakes up super early, gives us a big smooch, and we're out. We get there and it is a mess pouring rain. There is coastal flood alerts, 20 mile per hour winds. Cause again, it's right on the water. Um, 55 degrees. We're sitting in our car. We run outside to go to the bathroom quick, get the nervous peas out, come back in the bathroom, uh, the car, the race is postponed 15 minutes. We're, like, debating with each other for, like, 20 minutes on what to wear. Do we wear our rain jackets? Do we wear our headphones? Do we bring our phones? Like, do we just be alone with our thoughts for two hours? Um, We decided against that. Probably a good thing. And I start the race in a t-shirt and leggings with a hat and my headphones on. Tommy starts in shorts and a rain jacket. He takes off his rain jacket about 30 steps in and we're off one of my good friends was running the 10k and she is from a family of runners and they are unbelievable like any day of the week it doesn't matter if they've been running at all they can go out and crush any run they're just unbelievable and i started with her and she went she flew the second the race went she was running the 10k i think i said that but i'm actually so glad i was with her because we were kind of towards the front of the, the starting block and she just went for it and it made my first mile better than it ever has been usually you get like caught up in people and your first mile is pretty slow and this was the opposite i was like fifth person running and my psycho brain was like oh wow i'm like top 10 right now i gotta keep it it was like 0.7 miles into a 13 mile race like Okay, we're already doing the mindset like mental talks right now, but it was true. I was like, all right, I'm already in the lead. I just have to keep it now for 13 miles. That was my thinking. Um, Another thing that people thought I was a little bit crazy for was in my headphones. I was listening to a book on tape, which my 19-year-old babysitter was like, are you a grandmother? It is not called a book on tape. Do you have a cassette player attached to you? It's called an audio book now. So apparently I was listening to an audio book. Um, it was not a thriller. It was a nice calm book about sisters reuniting. And I had one hour left and I really wanted to finish it. So I listened to an audiobook and let my, my mind do the pumping up. And the race was on. Um, it was rainy, it was windy, it was flooded. There were about 20 people on the side of the road the whole time. I was never really surrounded by anybody because I had started kind of in the front and once I felt like I was in the lead, I told myself I could not give it up. So I basically just played don't lose the lead for 13 miles. Another thing I did, which I was very proud of is I grabbed drinks from the drink station, which is a literal first time ever. After the race, I was bragging to my husband that I did that, and I said, but I just didn't like that everyone was Gatorade. He was like, oh, I should have told you this. You have to yell water, water, and then the person that has the water will come out. I had no idea. Who knew that? So I just grabbed Gatorade each time, and my mouth was like, you know, cotton mouthy sometimes from Gatorade, and I spilt it all over myself, Um, up my nose, which I hate. I hold my nose in the pool. I hate can't stand anything up my nose. I got Gatorade up my nose, all down my shirt. My hands got sticky. I definitely need some practice on that. My husband also told me later that you're supposed to like pinch the cup and then hold it off to the side. Again, a lesson I would have loved prior to this race. So I definitely stopped. Well, not stopped. I grabbed and drank probably like five times, which is epic to me. But when I look back at how much I probably actually got down my throat, it might've been like five ounces because it was everywhere. I also had my goo at like mile seven. So I'm basically certified nutrition and hydration coach now also. A couple things that were really awesome was the fans that did stay and the family that did come support their runners, even though it was torrential rain. They were amazing. Um, There was a group of like younger dudes on bikes that I guess were cheering on their one guy friend and who did amazing because he was in the front of me and every time I passed them they're like yeah first female first female you go and it definitely took them a little bit to realize I was a female because I had my hair glued back and I had a baseball hat on that said dad Um, so once they realized that they were awesome supporters and then being super not emotional but lame the little girls on the side of the road that were like there for their mom or their dad it was so cute when their parents would like tap them and be like look it's the first girl a girl a girl and they'd like wave to me that was so cute um definitely motivating i love that and then i got to see my husband at like mile 10 he was running towards me at like mile eight and i was running back at mile 10 and he beelined it right for me Big high five. He looked at his watch and he was like, Oh my God, like you're doing amazing. Um, Definitely what I needed to hear at mile 10 as it started pouring. So, some really awesome moments in the race. Um, My pace was definitely faster than I intended. And that was solely because I went out hot and I was like, Well, now you can't get slower. You have to stay this pace. So, my first mile was like a 712. And my crazy competitive brain was like well that's it this is what you're saying you cannot drop it you have to stay here if anything go faster in my head I was telling myself at mile 11 I was gonna go for it and then as I got further and further into the race I was like okay at mile 12 at mile 12 when there's one mile left then you can really go for it and then I hit mile 12 and I was just like just maintain just finish if you want to go for it with the last 10 steps feel for it but there was no push left in me. I had pretty much pushed the whole race. My heart rate was, I think, 175 average, which is very high for me. But it shows that I was literally pushing from mile zero to mile 13. But that's very much me. Um, When I crossed the line, they just kind of said, you know, my name, where I was from. And then a couple of minutes, a couple seconds later, I guess one of the race organizers came over and was like, Casey, Casey Ludeman. And I was like, yeah, he's like half marathon, right? And I was like, yeah, he's like, y- you won. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> funny. And I was like, and I kind of thought, I knew I was the first girl to cross, but if you start far back in the line, it could be like minutes or so before you actually start the race, quote unquote. So I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I won, but like, I'm sure there's a girl behind me that just had started further back. And That's kind of what i was thinking in my head so many people gave me like congratulations everyone was so nice like great run great run um and i also think like they kind of giggled because once again i'm not a runner build um but that's okay i was really proud of myself i came in six minutes quicker than i planned i wanted 139 and i got 133 And again, the elements were pretty crappy. I'm not sure if I would have gone much faster if it was sunny out. I do think maybe a minute or so if the wind wasn't so bad. But I'm definitely not going to pretend like I would have, you know, been sub 125 if it was nicer. I tried as hard as I could. And then I think the next girl came in at like 137. So I was like, all right, maybe she won. And then finally, Tommy, not finally, sorry, sorry, babe. Uh, then Tommy came in around 150 and he came over to me and he's like, how'd you do? And I was like, 133. He's like, that's amazing. And I was like, I think I won. And he was like, no way. Like he starts dying laughing because again, like not my thing. And, and I was like, but I, there was probably a girl that started far back in the line. He's like, oh yeah, the, the line to start went all the way back to the you know main terminal and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So they probably actually got a quicker time than me. I just crossed first. And he's like, yeah, well, like, how many minutes behind you was she? And I was like, six. She's like, "Case." he's like, Case, no, it did not take people six minutes to start the race, you dingbat. Like, maybe one or two. Like, it wasn't a mile-long line. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, you won. And then I, we got their results, and I came in first. And how sad, no race awards, just go home. I just got a normal medal. I didn't even get a bagel and I just left, but that's actually kind of how I like it. Um, I'm not one to like want attention. I usually embarrass myself by like tripping or something like that. So it was a really cool ending. Um, definitely shocking. Like again, um, my mother texted me like, How'd you do? And I didn't tell her until I got home and her face was hysterical. I actually wanted to record me telling my dad because if I would have told him I won, he would have been like, Did anyone else show up? Or did you sign up for a kid run? Like he would obviously made some funny joke, but he was super proud of me too. Um and it was ironic because one of my local friends who's training for the New York City marathon, who's like the most supportive human being in the whole world, like She's such a cheerleader. She's such a girl power girl. Love her to death. She had texted me like a couple of weeks ago after one of my longer runs, and she was like, dude, your pace is amazing. Like, you might win. And I literally texted her back, like, haha, funny. Like, no, there's 300 runners. Like, there's no chance I would win. And I said, I wish I was 35 because maybe I would place in the 35 to 39 age group, but. Because I'm 34, I'm on the older age of the 30 to 34, and I don't think I could place in that. So, so funny that I have that in writing, like, two weeks before this happened. Um, yeah, so I, I won the half marathon. I mean, I'm sure people didn't come because of the weather, but it's still a pretty cool thing. I might have to tie my boots up and never run again after this. Um, but less about me, even though the whole thing was, sorry. There were some... I want to give credit to every single person that showed up. Like when I tell you the weather was brutal, it could have been worse. Yes, it probably could have been snowing. And yes, the winds probably could have been like 30 to 40 miles an hour, but it was not good. And there were so many people there, first time runners, you know, older people, it, it, young kids. Like I saw like that, like 10 year olds who must have been doing the 5K with their parents uh, people pushing a stroller with a rain cover on it. Just unbelievable. And I had so many of my girls there, like six or seven of them that ran their first 5Ks ever that ran their first 10K ever that PR their 5K. One of my girls is there pregnant. She's never run a 5K before. Well, she did her first one pregnant. Unbelievable. Um, again, one of my fir- my girl did her first ever 10K. She had just been away in a different country. She, she, wasn't pr- like necessarily proud of her training but she did it anyway and she did amazing and everyone was so supportive girls that didn't really know each other besides our little group chat carpooled together cheerleaded each other just an awesome awesome environment and i'm so proud of every single one of them um it was it was great they waved to me it, it was a really awesome atmosphere to be in and at the end of the day right It shows you that we don't have to be stuck in the identity that is given to us or that we think we are, right? If I would have been stuck in that 17 or 18-year-old mindset where I was not a runner, I was not fit, I wasn't ever going to be, then I wouldn't be. But one race turned into two, turned into three, turned into something that I just never let go know didn't necessarily do races all the time but I made sure that I maintained the level of endurance I realized that yeah it's never gonna be fun but doing hard things to me sometimes is fun it's accomplishing something seeing faces of people that didn't really think you could ever do it that's fun um, so just because you think you are this certain person that this identity is yours doesn't mean you have to stick with it doesn't mean that can't change right? If you label yourself like not a lifter, well, guess what? You can wake up tomorrow and change that identity. You can become a lifter. If you're someone that, you know, can't say no to parties, you can change that identity. You can change who you are. You just have to tell yourself that you are this person. You don't say, I'm not someone who does this, right? I am a runner now and I forever will be. I'll never let that be something I can't do anymore. So hopefully this is like you know you laugh during this story and whatnot but hopefully you got the fact that you can be who you want to be as corny and as dr. Seuss as that sounds it's true you can wake up one day and decide that you're gonna change something about yourself and you can do it anyone can do it I'm never gonna win the New York City half marathon I'm never gonna win probably another thing again with running and I didn't need to win I set a time for myself i wanted it to happen i made it happen by the choices i made by the effort i put in by the nutrition that i followed by the support system that i had and every single person listening to this can do the same thing to end this podcast um i have a funny story that obviously has to do with my hair so i'm riding a high right winner of the great south bay half marathon let's pick up some starbucks on the way home because we are freezing My hair's out. It's not really knotty, actually. Like, it was just wet. I had a backwards hat on. I obviously was soaked, so I looked a little raggedy, but I wasn't in a horrible presentation. It's one of the pictures I put up on my Instagram, actually, so you can check it for yourself. And this woman in Starbucks, an older lady, is walking out the door and makes a point to turn around And be like, hey, sweetie, if you ever need someone to help you with your hair, I work at the salon down the street. My name is Cindy. And I was like, oh, what? My hair is not even close to as bad as it could look. I was actually thought I looked kind of cute with my backwards hat on and my wet hair. But nope. Enjoy that high of winning the race for 30 minutes. Here's Cindy to squash ya. So just as fun as being on top is. People bring it down to earth real quick. Um, so that is it. And I hope you guys enjoyed the recap of the run. It was an awesome experience. I'm not sure what's next. I may just go back to lifting. There is a full marathon that goes over a bridge in Suffolk County in four weeks that I was dabbling of thinking of doing, but I'm not sure. So we will see what is next. And thank you so much for tuning in next episode i believe is going to be about the holidays and how to handle those or about macros i'm not really sure i forget i haven't recorded it yet but thank you again so much decide today what identity you want to have change something do something that no one thought you could it's a pretty badass feeling a minus life today i was 100 percent